What's up, everybody? It's Nick Henderson again. And uh, if you listened to the podcast yesterday, um, I talked a little bit about all the rebranding that I was doing. And I also mentioned one of my goals was to try and go live and record some sort of podcast or, or do something along these lines every day, kind of towards the end of the day, wherever I'm at. So uh, so here we go. And this one is this is going to be really simple. Uh, it was something I was doing yesterday also, actually. I was testing the microphone with the uh, built-in headset for my cell phone. It didn't sound too bad. And for being on the road and on the go, it, it worked for what I was trying to do. I am, again, out and about. And this time, I don't even have the cabled headphones for my cell phone. So this episode's kind of serving two purposes. One... I've got a message uh, that I'm wanting to get out there. And two, I'm kind of testing to see how the phone does just as my sole source for recording. So, um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. And, and of course, I'm going to listen to it later. But if you're listening to it and you've got uh, comments about the audio quality and the sound, or maybe you've got some tips, you know, what do you do if you've got a podcast? What do you do when you're out on the road and you don't have anything to record with except for your phone? Uh, let me know. I'd love to l- learn more about that. So, uh, yeah, just send me a message or add a comment and you know, reach out to me through the podcast. All right, so this episode is called How Not to Sell. And really, the my inspiration for this episode comes from an experience that I just had. And, um, you know, I went back and forth on whether or not I was going to include the name of the of the company that, that pulled this, uh, I mean, terrible, terrible sales call. And uh, I, I've decided now just, you know, for, for my sake and, and, you know, not trying to throw any mud, I'm not going to mention who did it. But what I will tell you, I'm going to be kind of broad. I'm going to say that they are a real estate marketing company. They have a current active Facebook advertising campaign, which you would expect since they're a marketing company. They are based in California, and I don't think this person was the owner of the company. I'm not even sure where he falls on the totem pole, the one that called me. But I got to say, the the quickest way to not get me to buy a product or even give you the time of day, uh, he did it. He was on point for how not to sell to me. So I figured I would take a moment and just kind of talk about that because by the end of the call, I, I ended the call just feeling just stunned that this was the tactic or this was the strategy that he had. And I I find myself wondering if, uh, if he closes any deals, uh, I would be surprised if he closed a single deal with his approach to how he tried to sell me on this product. So, so here's what happened. Uh, I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through and, and I just, I love to absorb all this knowledge about sales and marketing and, and social media and strategy and leadership and all this stuff. And so I see, and you know, everybody and their dog who has a, a click funnel that leads me to a free PDF, like I am a sucker for it. I will download all of your free content because I want to absorb it. And that is exactly what happened. I was on Facebook. I was scrolling through the feed, and I saw something from this real estate marketing company out of California. And it was, uh, I think it was the top I don't know, 10, 15 tips and strategies for real estate, for marketing and real estate. Get more houses or get more listings, something like that. I'm not in real estate. This is not my thing. Uh, I love real estate. And I think as an investment, real estate is a great idea in terms of generating passive income. Uh, but that's not what I do. I don't have a real estate license. Um, I'm not. The, my connection to real estate is strictly through my fiance. She is a realtor. She has her real estate license. 
the tips and strategies in marketing online aren't exclusive to one industry. You're not going to get better results uh, if you follow a real estate marketing guide uh, to sell real estate than if you were to, say, follow a... Uh, a fitness coach marketing guide for Facebook. Facebook is Facebook. Facebook works the same way across the platforms. The reason I download these things is so I can see if maybe someone has figured out a, a new technique or a new trick or a better use of the algorithms. And, and, and so I can kind of broaden my palette. What I got out of that was a PDF and it was, you know, 15, 16 points, something like that. And most of them I knew, I think there was some information on there. They, they kind of, they still uh, had some old logic in there, old algorithm logic, uh, such as posting at certain times of day uh, on certain days of the week. Like that's gone. That's old. Um, there were, there were different elements in there that, that were kind of like old information. There was some new information. Anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting down the rabbit hole there. So, of course, to get this information, you've got to put in an email address and you've got to put in a phone number and your name and whatnot. They're generating a list of contacts. And uh, normally what I do when I don't want to be contacted by these people, I have a, uh, an email address that is, that is a void. That is a black hole of nothingness. If I give you that email address, I will never get your email. I haven't checked it in probably seven years. It's still active uh, because I use those login credentials elsewhere uh, through the Microsoft system, uh, but never to check the email. Like it's, I'm sure there's probably 50,000 unopened emails in there. Like that is the, the black hole email. And if you are like me and you're going to be downloading all this content and downloading all this data, then it's a good idea to maybe have a black hole email. Uh, that you can just kind of put out there. The other thing that I do, and I, I'm starting to do more of, is uh, for the phone number thing. Um, I'll, one of the things, this is the best best service ever. I have my phone. I'm going to get on a side thing here, and I'm not being paid by Google to say this. Um, I have a Google Pixel phone. I got the Pixel 3 XL. I'm super stoked for the Pixel 4, but the 3 is working great, so I don't know if I'll switch. But anyways... One of the coolest features that come with this phone is an AI, uh, artificial intelligence, it's an AI assistant from Google. And it has a call screening feature on there, which I haven't answered a single phone call since I bought a, a Pixel phone, unless it's from somebody I know. Unknown number comes in, I hit screen call button, it pops up on the screen, and it screens the call for me, and I can see a text transcript going right there of what the person on the other line is calling. I haven't talked to a single telemarketer or robo salesman for a very long time. And for some reason, oh, I know why. I know why, actually. Uh, this uh, this uh, company, oh, I almost said their name. This company was calling me. They called and called and called and I ignored them. I put them through the robot uh, to my uh, to my robot. And then they called again the next day and I put them through to the robot again. And then they called again the next day. And I was like, God, I've, I've marked these guys as spam already. And I keep feeding them to the assistant. But I was in a, I was like doing nothing at the time. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I answer this call and we're getting to the, We're getting to it. I promise. Uh, I answer this call and the the guy you know he identifies me by name i gave him my name i gave him my real phone number uh that's something else there's another trick for you if you don't have a pixel which it's an awesome phone and the ai assistant is a great assistant for that but if you don't have all that um consider signing up for and again i'm i'm not being paid by google i promise uh google voice uh 
You know, you set up your Google account, you can get a Google Voice account, and it will generate a phone number for you, which you can feed into all these forms. I'm, I'm teaching you how to hack forms. Just don't use it against me on mine. Um, so these people get emails that you're never going to answer, and they can, you know, call this Google number that you could, you don't even have to have the app on your phone in order to have this. You know, it'll pop up in your Gmail. You, maybe you missed a call. Maybe. Uh, you can disable all of that stuff. So you can give them fake emails and fake phone numbers and, and, and have it all work fine because it all checks out across the board. Um, anyways, so I'm getting off on a tirade again. Let's get back on track. So I'm at work and I'm, I'm sitting in the, uh, the comm center, which is the, the communication center, which dispatches the helicopter I fly. And I'm sitting in there. I'm waiting for a fax to come in. Of all archaic dinosaur technologies, I'm waiting for a fax to come in from, big surprise here, right? the VA. <laughs> is anybody surprised that the VA is still using fax technology? Like, uh, they claim it's more safe. They, they claim it's more encrypted or it can't be hacked or it can't be intercepted. But I mean, anymore, we're using end-to-end encryption. It, it seems like it's uh, way old school. Anyways, I'm waiting for this fax and this phone go, my phone goes off again. And it's this company out of California, this marketing company. I said, fine, you know, I've been ignoring you guys for two days now. Let's, let's see what it's all about. And this guy answers and he goes, oh, hey, hey Nick, uh, you know, I saw you were on our Facebook and you were looking at our stuff and you downloaded our thing. And I just wanted to call you and I wanted to talk to you about what your goals are in real estate, in your real estate business. Are you trying to... Uh, sell more houses? Are you trying to get more listings? Are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to do? How can I help you do that? And I said to him, I said, uh, well, thanks for calling, but I'm, I'm not really, I'm not in real estate. That's not what I do. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know that you could help me. There's, oh, well, you're not in real estate. He goes, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a pilot. I fly, uh, I fly a medical helicopter. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. So you're doing real estate on the side though. I'm like, no, man, you don't get it. This isn't a second job for me. I'm not doing real estate on the side. He goes, well, why were you downloading real estate stuff. And this is where the call kind of started turned the wrong way. Well, it was actually before that. I told him, hey, I'm on duty. And he goes, oh, so real estate's your second job. This guy has led into our conversation with a series of assumptions that are his own. He's already decided before we talked that I'm in real estate. And uh, he came at me. He goes, oh, yeah, you're a realtor. No, I'm not a realtor. I'm a pilot. Oh, well, you're doing real estate on the side. Actually, no, I'm not doing it on the side either. And so this, at this point in the conversation, he's asking me. Now he's challenging me. He goes, why are you downloading real estate stuff if you're not in real estate? Now, my gut, my instinct is to say, you know, screw off. It, none of your business, right? Except I'm a nice person. I don't say that. Well, there's select few people that, are, that have crossed that line with me in the past. But I try to be very polite to people. But um, he, he said he's challenging me now. Again, this is a really bad sales tactic. Don't challenge. Like you're not, you're not doing yourself any favors. And so why are you doing it? I said, well, you know, I'm, I was curious in what your sales, uh, marketing techniques for Facebook were. That was the PDF I downloaded. And, uh, I wanted to know if, you know, there were some things in there that I could apply to my business and my fiance, she's a realtor and she's, and she's doing real estate. He goes, Oh, and you're trying to help her out. And I said, well, yeah, I, uh, I love her and, uh, I love her to be successful. I love that. And, uh, so yeah, I suppose, yeah, I'm trying to help her out. Oh yeah. So she needs all the help she can get. This guy is now he's, now he's like talking down my fiance's real estate business and she's crushing it. She's a, a member of a team up here in, in the Northwest that is like one of the highest performing teams in the region. And she's brand new to that team and she's just crushing it there. And, and, uh, so this guy he goes, oh, so she needs the help. And now I'm mad. 
we don't we don't really need the help. No, we're uh, we're doing pretty good. He goes, well, if you don't need help, why are you looking? Why are you helping her? Or so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She, he says, uh, if she doesn't need help, then why are you helping her? Now he's now he's confrontational. He's he's basically he's decide he's realizing now that he's wasting his time. But instead of just terminating the call in a friendly way, he's decided to turn it into a fight. Now, mind you, he was calling me to sell me a product, and now he's fighting with me. And he says uh, he goes from. Uh, making assumptions about my career, about my side, you know, if I'm doing it on the side. And then he's challenging me about why I downloaded the stuff in the first place. And then when he finds out, oh, his fiance is, my fiance is a realtor. He's, oh, well, she must not be doing very good. And you're helping her. You have to help her. And I'm thinking, dude, have you ever been in a loving, supportive relationship where helping each other is kind of central to the theme? Like, I'm not getting that feeling from you right now. So, Long story short, I guess long story long at this point, but uh, not the best sales approach. I mean, there are so many things that he did wrong. He really, I mean, he just was wrong the whole way through the process. You know, when, he, when we started the call, he started with assumptions. And he kept feeding his assumptions. He didn't take any time to really let me answer or tell him what it was I did. Why I thought that those resources they were putting out there for free were something I could use. He assumed a lot, and then he became confrontational. He challenged me on why I was downloading that stuff, and then he became accusatory, and he became almost belligerent. So that's not how to sell anybody anything. I I don't know anybody that will ever sell anybody something doing it that way. There's nothing at the end of that conversation, as he's telling me that my fiancé is not doing good at, 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 at her business, at real estate, and that uh, she must not be doing good because I'm helping her. Like, what was his thought process there that he was going to, like, I was, oh, man, you're right. Yeah, I would love to just not help her at all. And she must be doing terrible if I'm involved. Like, yeah, sell me your product, please. Now that you've shown me the, the, the folly of my ways, like, that's not going to happen. So uh, that's, that's that. That's how not to sell something. I'm telling you right now, if you're in sales, uh, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reference my fiance right now. She's the most amazing, most brilliant, most uh, successful salesperson I know. She doesn't know it yet. She, uh, I tell her all the time, and she goes, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just doing it. You know, I'm doing my job. I'm doing what I do. And uh, I have seen her sell, and it's amazing. She, the, the, the components that are really uh, critical to a good sales uh, approach are, 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 pretty, are fairly simple. So let's, let's talk about those here in a sec. So on those critical things for, uh, for successful sales, and I'm going to give you, this is, the, this is the biggest piece of advice you will ever receive in, in sales. If you want to you know, double, triple, quintuple your sales, listen to me right now. The most important thing that you will ever learn about being a successful salesperson is that it is not about you. All right? Process. It's not about you. Uh, I heard a good example from, uh, it was a story that, that Dean, uh, Dean Graziosi shared in one of his training programs, and it was about uh, two different car salesmen. And uh, it was about uh, one car salesman who's got a, uh, a script and a, a gimmick and his routine, and he makes assumptions. And this guy pulls up on the lot, and he walks up and goes, oh, yeah, you look like a sports car guy. Come this way. I've got the best car on the lot ready for you. And the guy's not really there for that. 
He doesn't want to work with that salesman. Now, in the second scenario, and I am paraphrasing to keep this podcast short, uh, the other salesman, this this uh, salesman that um, knows that it's not about him, the salesman, it's about the customer, uh, goes up and asks, him, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing? He doesn't even jump right into a sales call. He's like, oh, man, you know. Yeah, looks like you've got a great car here, and uh, it looks like you maybe have a fa- like he was he was asking questions and building a relationship, building a rapport with this man, and he hasn't even mentioned a car on the lot yet. It's two very different techniques. One will never sell me. Uh, the other one will get me every time. If I feel like we have a friendship, if we have a relationship, uh, you're going to have a much better success ratio, a success rate when you're trying to sell to me. And that's something my fiance does. She is, uh, like I said, the greatest saleswoman on earth. And uh, and I'll tell you that story later. I've got a really good story about why she's the greatest salesperson on earth, and it, and it involves our relationship. That's for a different podcast. But um, the relationship portion of sales is critical. You have to build, you have to build a rapport with these people. If you're trying to sell them a product, you have to make, you you go in there with no assumptions. You have to, you know, have an idea of what they want, but don't assume that's what they want. Ask them, ask questions that'll lead them, uh, to, to give up their information about what it is they're actually looking for. Get to know them. Find out why they're there that day, why they're on the phone with you, why they're on the website, what it is they do. Ask questions. Don't immediately start shoving your product down their throat. People don't like that. that the thing is, nobody likes to be sold to. Nobody likes to be sold to. That's, that is a fact. You know, and when you're scrolling through Facebook and you see, oh, oh, it's a Facebook ad, like you've got to have a really catchy headline or a really cool photo or a really cool video to get me to pause. Most people just scroll right by it. When you click on someone's link and you and you go to their landing page, if it looks like it's a uh, it's a brightly colored MySpace page from from the early two thousands, and it looks like a sales pitch, like most people just click right off of that. Don't put the product down the customer's throat. Build a relationship. Establish a rapport. Anticipate their needs. You know, if you're if you're a car salesman, you know that they're probably there for a vehicle. It might not be the $100,000 sports car. It might be a a family wagon, a a van. Maybe they've got triplets on the way. You're doing your job. You just got to talk to them to find out. So anyways, this company, if if you happen to be running a real estate marketing company based in California with active ad campaigns on Facebook right now with a free PDF on sales strategies for Facebook, and you're listening to this podcast... You might want to go back over your training with your salespeople on how to actually close deals. Especially this one guy. You know, he did everything wrong. Confrontational, challenging, uh, goes on the attack, and implies that, you know, we're, we're struggling. I mean, he, he made all of the mistakes. He made all of them, and he made them all in sequence. And I was, I was so frustrated by, by him at the end of the call. Even if I had desperately needed what he was selling, I wouldn't have bought. I wouldn't have given him a dime. So, so that's that. I'm going to wrap this up. It's turning into a long podcast. Uh, you all have a good night, and I look forward to doing another one tomorrow. And I'm not even sure yet what the topic is. Like I said... Uh, yesterday's podcast, I'm going to say it again now, but it's really what's what strikes my fancy. The sales thing was uh, conveniently timed, and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing more with you. Have a good night.